Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the sixth episode of the podcast with Jason and Mike. I'm Jason. Yeah, I'm Mike. And we're coming to you live from GameSwap, located in beautiful downtown LinkedIn in the great state of North Carolina. Mikey, what's going on today, brother? Man, what's happening? Easy like Sunday morning. Brother, you got that right. I know it's a little bit easier than last Sunday morning. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think... Uh, a lot of rest. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure you've had a time or a chance to sleep this week, I yeah. hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably well, better than last week. Plenty. <laughs> hey, Definitely. You know, man, uh, I know we went over it in depth last week, but just once again, man, great Comic-Con. Uh, did y'all ever figure out how many people showed up? Roughly, roughly right around 1,600. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, sixteen hundred people, man. Yep. That is amazing. That is a uh, that's a feat, brother. Yep. Congratulations to you and everyone involved. With that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, sir. Well, Mike, let's see. This week, man, we have a pretty provocative subject, and it's actually our first in, I guess, what we'll call the "What If" series. I yeah. guess. Um, you know, Mike, what we're about to go into today is something that me and you have discussed, along with other friends of ours in our circle. You know, our pro wrestling fans um, and our friends that are into this into this. Uh, you know, sport or art form, whatever you call it. But today we're going to be talking about what if Magnum TA did not have his car accident. But you know, Mike, before we go into that, man, I do have one little shout-out I want to give out. Absolutely. This week, uh, big news in Pudville this week. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, there's actually another podcast out now for our uh, friends and neighbors out there that can listen to and enjoy. And that podcast features David Hayes, a friend of ours from way back in the day. Yes. And that podcast is called This Is a Work with David Hayes and Chris Barnes. Uh, these guys, they just uh, premiered this week. They put out their premiere episode. And, Mike, man, i got to say, brother, it was good stuff. No doubt, man. You know, if, especially if you're a fan of the current product. I know on their first episode they covered uh, Extreme Rules. Right. The WWE pay-per-view. Um, it was great. It was. I, I enjoyed it. And, I, you know, for me, you know, still watching the current product when I can, uh, definitely insightful, you know, yes. and, and as far as you know what's going on and where where certain storylines are going. And uh, no, it, it was it was fantastic. I enjoyed it. And you know, Mike, you bring up a good point. You know, you still do occasionally watch the current product. I haven't watched the current product in years. What was the last thing you watched? Well, now I did go do into you the remember? I, I did go into the hospital back in February uh -huh. when I had absolutely nothing else to do, and I did catch an episode of SmackDown. I don't know if I count that or not since I was on morphine. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I think you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I would enjoy it as much when right. I watched yeah. on the morphine. Yeah. Uh, really, Mike, you know, honestly, the last Raw I watched was the 25-year anniversary show. I did watch it, some of it. I caught the old guys that came out. But before Old guys. Then, yeah, well, the old guys. guys. Older, older yeah. guys, you know, more mature guys. Uh, but I, I think the last time, honestly, Mike, it's probably been... 10, maybe even 15 years wow. since I really uh, watched the current product. I think about 2003 or 4 is around when I started getting out of it. But you know, Mike, going back to uh, David... No, but Hayes, you've, you've seen, you followed John Cena a lot. I do, and, and you know, that's the thing, man. And I you're a big fan. So I, still. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of John Cena. Uh, I was a huge fan of Thugonomics, you know, when he first broke right. out. I love that heel gimmick. Um, the the gangster rapper, the, free, the freestyler, I love that. Still do, and, and you know, Mike, it's funny, I don't watch wrestling or sports entertainment, WWE, anymore, but I've always kept up with it. I've always read results. I always read the results. I know who these people are. Now, I may not be able to point them out. Right, yeah. You yeah. know, but yeah. I know their names, yeah. and I know who who tries to get pushed and who doesn't mm -hmm. get pushed. But, you know, Mike, going back to David's and Chris's uh, podcast, 
you know, even as a uh, maybe someone who's not a fan of the current product, man, I was entertained thoroughly yeah. Yeah. just from their banter, their back and forth, you know. And I think that says a lot, you know. Coming you kind of got a, got up to speed on uh, yeah. as far as what was going on. I absolutely did, man. Uh, I did, you know, because once again, they're entertaining. Like I said, if you're a pod, a podcast fan, then I think you'd definitely be a fan of this as a work. And uh, I'm gonna tell on them, Mike. Okay. I, I got some inside right, dirt, bro. Right, you know, right. I talk I talk to dogs, you know, all the time, man. I talk to them pretty pretty periodically through the week, man. So I gotta not only do I got a tattletale on them a little bit, but yeah. I gotta put somebody over at the same time, man. Did you know listening and, and they, I might get some heat for this, Mike. I, you heard it here on the podcast yeah. first, I may get a little heat for this. Yeah, it won't be the first time. Well it wouldn't be the first time and I doubt it would be the last, but uh David Hayes told me that in the you know in the process of recording their first episode, uh, David's a working man. David uh, has a job that uh, requires him to be on call. Right. You know, so he, in other words, the man doesn't get the clock out like we do. Right. You know, he is always on call on certain weeks out of the month, and he was on call during this time period. Believe it or not, man, they had to edit that episode heavily because David had calls and would have to leave and take phone calls and stuff like that. Brother, I couldn't tell him. I, 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 would, I would have never, You'd have known, never known would you? I would have never known Th- that. That's why I'm bringing it up, because he yeah. tells me this before I listen to it. So I listened to this episode, seeing if I could hear it. You right. know, I want to see if I could pick it out. Yeah. Not once was right. I able to pick it out. So I want to give props to their producer, David Hensley. No, man, uh, I'm the, telling you what, that was seamless. Man, the, the owner-operator of Long Walk Productions who uh, puts on This Is A Work. Man, I asked David, I'm like, brother, I can't tell it. How did How did you guys do this, right. you know? And he just said, David Henley's a rock star. And I'm here to say he must be absolutely correct because, man, I've listened to that. I've actually listened to it twice. All right. And, and both times I'm listening out for these cuts and these edits. Not once, man. So just wow. cross to these guys. No uh, once again, Puds out there, if you haven't listened to them yet, check them out, man. It's, a, it's entertaining. It's informative. And uh, I think you guys will like it just as much as I did. And, um, but, you know, Mike, I think that's enough putting people over. Oh, I think it's time to... <laughs> of course, well, let's put somebody else over. Right. Somebody very important. Yes. Magnum TA. Brother, am this, I... This, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because this excites me because, you know, it just in, in that that realm of, of fandom, for anything, uh, wrestling or the movies, comics, whatever. Right. What ifs. Yes, man. Just those what ifs scenarios and it's these questions that don't have right or wrong answers no you know uh even before we started recording mike i said hey you know this could be kind of controversial you know we we could stir up emotions right. you know and, and one thing mike you said on the very first episode of the podcast and let's reiterate it this is just us yeah. this is not to be taken too seriously no. we, we're not no. looking to get heat we're not saying oh we know this this and this to be actual fact and definite 100 percent truth no nah, man this is just our opinions All right and, you know, Mike, this is probably the subject that we, like I said in the beginning of this episode, we have discussed this for 25-plus years. Yes. Just not only between me and you, but all of the friends uh, and, and neighbors that, you know, are fans along with us, you know, that we talk to. This has been the biggest, maybe the biggest what-if that we've ever talked about. And now we're going to put it here on, on the podcast. Right. We're going to do it here on, on tape. So, Mike, what do you think, brother? Okay. Or, or you know, g- give me your insight here. Well, I tell you what. Well, go ahead and start out with Magnum TA. If you're not familiar with Magnum TA, um, he was one of, at that time during the '80s, one of the biggest babyface yes. wrestlers. Huge. Huge. He was huge. Man. He was huge. He was going to be as big, if not bigger, than Hulk Hogan. Absolutely. Who was the biggest babyface? 
maybe of all time. Of all time. Of all time. I mean, that's really hard yeah. to argue. And it is. It is. Between him and Dusty, I would say that was. Yeah. But, you know, Hogan got marketed. True. Yeah, he, out, you know, out the roof. Yeah, and let's be honest, man. Hulk Hogan was on everything. You know, say what you will about Vince McMahon, but especially back in that time. I mean, man, Hulk Hogan's face was on everything from shampoo bottle. I literally had a Hulk Hogan shampoo bottle that I played with religiously up until, you know, I was oh, too yeah. old to play with toys, yeah. you know. But it was on everything, man. Light switches, yes. uh, obviously T-shirts. Lunchboxes. Lunchboxes, man. Yeah. Uh, he had his own cartoon. I right. mean, you know, these are things that the Crockett promotion or anybody outside of WWE did not have. Yeah. So, but, you know, getting back to Magnum, brother, I have every confidence that if Magnum T wouldn't have had that car accident, he would have been just as big or not bigger than yeah. Hulk Hogan. I, I have no doubt of this. Yeah, I definitely. No he, you know, he was he was good looking. Absolutely. Uh, he had a great body, great build. He was talented, man. He he could he could wrestle. He could work. Yeah. He he worked his ass off. Uh, and he got everybody over, and, and you know, and he was just incredible. He was an incredible. Talent. Everything you he did, you believed. You believed it, man. And you know, Mike, you brought up something about you know being a good-looking guy and and also being very talented. He had that magic combination yeah. of all the guys wanting to be like him and all the women wanting to be with him. Yes, brother. If you get that, then that's golden. And right. not a lot of people have that. And Magnum TA was one of the very few right. that literally had that, man. I mean, you know, because I hated the Rock and Roll Express. All right. You know, and I got a point with this. You know, let, let me get to it. Let me circle around to it. Okay. The reason I did not like the Rock and Roll Express because all the girls loved them. Absolutely. You know, I'm over here just saying, oh, my God, man, these are a bunch of teeny boppers. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, if all the girls like them, then they can't be that cool, you know. And, and so I never, a lot I never of jelly going on. There, there was. There, there, it was hating. Yeah. It was, I was yeah. making a lot of haterade. But when it came to Magnum TA, it was the opposite, man. All the girls still loved Magnum. But yeah. my God, man, he was my hero. Yeah. I mean, really, I've always said Dusty and and the Boogie Woogie Man, and obviously Hogan as well. But you know, Magnum was up there for me as well. Right. You know, man, when I when I got introduced to Magnum, it was like, whoa, man, yeah. this is this is the real deal. Yeah, he, he was. He was a man's man, and and I mean, just a, a wrestling icon, becoming an icon for that that time and era. Um, he. You know, and Dusty said this before. He could have been a movie star. Oh, absolutely, he could have been absolutely. a TV or a movie star. What, yeah. whatever he wanted to go into. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mike, I tell you what, brother, you're you're being the historian of of the puds here. <laughs> you have a little background on Magnum before we start getting into the the what ifs and okay. things like that. Maybe a little a little backstory of Magnum. Well, Magnum got started in wrestling right around 1978. Mm. I didn't know it was that early. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I say this, you know, because you think about this timeline. Uh, when he had his car accident in 86, he'd only been wrestling for eight years. That's true. That's true. Right. I mean, that's a, that's not a long time. And, you know, in, in the in the grand scheme of things, you, really you look at the careers of Hogan, Flair, yes. Dusty. Eight years is not a long time. It's, it's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. It, it really, truly is. I think yeah. it's just being our age, because, you know, I was only three years old. And it's like, wow, but, you know, from 78 to 86, you're right, man. It's only eight years. That's yeah. not a long period of time. Not at all. So uh, he started gaining his biggest popularity in 82, 83. He started uh, steamrolling him when he was with Bill Watts in Mid-South area. He started getting really popular. Right. But it wasn't until 84 
when he joined Mid-Atlantic and Jim Crockett Promotions that he skyrocketed. Right, right. And he, it, it was never the same after that. It, it was almost like there was never any drop. You know no. what I'm saying? Once he hit that spark and once he hit that, that launching point, man, he never he never had peaks and valleys. It was just a complete peak. No. It just it kept going up and up. Right. You know? uh, now, Mike, when, around uh, about, when did him and Tully go into their feud? Cause hey, this is a hot feud, bro. 85. Okay. 85. Is, is one, it is the feud right. to, to measure any feud by. And, and, you know, man, people, I think there's always been that question, which was the bigger feud, you know, with Tully or with Nikita? Personally, I go with Nikita, you know, because that was when I was really emotionally Right, that invested. was a big, that, that was, was a huge feud. feud. And it was because it was one of those feuds that even though it had to do with a belt, mm -hmm. the belt itself mattered because that was the United States yeah, title. That was... You, in other words, if Nikita won the world title and took it back to Russia, well, Russia's part of the world. Okay, right. you know, it still sucks. You don't want Russia to have... But Russia having that United States oh, title yeah, yeah. back in the height of the Cold War—that War, that could not happen. No, no. I mean, <laughs> there was no way you, you just couldn't let it happen. You could not let that belt go no. back to Moscow. Yeah, no. you, you know, and and, no. made him and that's why when Nikita and it hit, made for great stories. Oh it was man, made for just epic feud and tremendous battles for that thing. And I will say this, Mikey. You know, I will always say that that belt never meant as much as it did during that feud. No, absolutely not. You know, that, yeah, that, that was, was the peak. Yes, absolutely, for the U.S. title. Yes. For that, yes, absolutely. So now, let, I'll tell you what, Mike. Now, I will say this, you know, with Magnum and Tully, you know, um, with Nikita and and Magnum, it was a lot of pride. Right. The feud was a lot of pride. There was a lot of respect there, but it was a lot of pride. Well, patriotism as well. Right. You know. With Magnum and Tully. Patriotism. Pure, it was hatred. Hatred, right? Exactly. It, you could see it, and, and it conveyed so well on TV and, and in the matches. It was just this hatred, this struggle. It just. And, and let's face it, man. When this few climaxes at Starcade, eighty-five, in the infamous now, the probably one of the most well-known cage matches of all time. I mean, I'm talking all time, yes. brother. I'm talking from. The, the From the beginning on up to modern time, man, that I quit match in the cage will always be considered the, the I guess, the measuring stick. It is. It's the pinnacle of, it is. of, of every, um, I would say, blow-off feud. Yes. Uh, you know, as far as this is this is the end. This is what's going to end this feud. You, you can't go anywhere no, from here. No. And what, it's never been replicated. I, no. I, I don't think. I, I totally agree, man. He, even going up into the Attitude Era, right? You know, which I, I love that era of professional wrestling, but nothing came close no. to it, man. It was, and and you know what the beauty about that match is? To this day, there's still a little controversy over it because Tully never truly said the words "I quit." Never man, said they I kept, quit. They kept the heat on him. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and to this day, him, still made him. Yeah. It, it, it totally came out of this thing bigger and hotter than oh, he went yeah, into for sure. And he was the absolute yeah. loser, yeah. and he never said yeah. the words and. I still, uh, and I know you've seen it, I've seen it probably, I want to say I've seen this match at least 200 times. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's up there. And that very end of that match never ceases to give me chills. No, it, it is epic. It's magical. Yeah. It, it's truly magical, yeah. man. I've, I always have equated professional wrestling matches to a magic show. Mm -hmm. You know, we know this is not legitimate 
combat sports. We know this right. now. You know, I didn't know that when I was a kid, yeah. man. I'd fight you over that when I was a kid, but now we obviously know that. But just like when we go see a, ma- a magician, we know a magician can't fly. Right. But we don't want to see the wires. Right. You know, we want to suspend that disbelief and come out like, whoa, how did they do yeah. that? And I think the greatest trick, quote unquote trick, magic trick of all time, was that ending yeah. to the Magnum Tolly Cage yeah. match. I mean, man, it was phenomenal. I, just like you, man, I can go back and watch it right now for the 500th time and still go back to being 10 years old. Right. Watching the scene, yeah. just like, oh my God, how did. They? You talk about two professionals, man. Yeah. Excelling at their craft is what you have. Yeah. So, Mike, I tell you what, man. I don't, I don't think they held back on, on that match. No. I mean, they were putting it all in. They they, they put everything into it, and, and they didn't hold back on each other. No, they beat the shit out. Once again, it, it goes to show how professional wrestling is just an animal within itself. Right. There's nothing like it, man. Is it is it fake? Hell no, it's not fake. No. It's, no, is it predetermined? Yes, it is. It, it is predetermined. Yeah. It is a legit. So, uh, most times, yeah. yeah it's it, pre- most times, most. most times it's predetermined. But that doesn't mean it's all the time going to be exactly. predetermined. I mean, you go tell the Road Warriors back in 1984 that they're not going over, man. They may have a difference of opinion. And guess who's right. going to probably get yeah. the win? It's probably going to be the Road Warriors. I mean, and that's just one example. But it, it, it really fascinates me about pro wrestling when, quote, unquote, kayfabe was killed, how it actually showed how much of a craft that this thing is. Right. I, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. It's not combat sport. It's not legitimate competition. I, I kind of look at it sort of in a way like figure skating, believe it or not, where you take, I mean, high impact figure skating. I mean, they could right, break, right. Your, break your neck, but you have two people going into something, working together in tandem to put on an overall performance. Right. Man. You know, in other words, it's not about these two people fighting each other. It's about these two people working together to put on a show, put on a performance and an exhibition. But anyway, man, I think we put over pro wrestling long enough. Yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we're here that, to do. That is what we're here for. Yeah, that's what we're here to do. So, let, so uh, let's go. You know, he's had he's had his huge, I mean, because we could do like five episodes just on Magnum. just Magnum. And, and, and not his, what his, is. His, his career. Not what else, what happened. Right. Um, but... Uh, we've gotten through the Nikita feud, and that was officially the last feud. Uh, as yes. far as I know, um, he, uh, you know, just right after that, he kind of went into a small feud with Jim Garvin. That's right. That's you know, right. I remember that. Went, yes. which, which spouted out some great Jimmy Garvin promos. Which every Jimmy Garvin promo, brother, was a 10 out of 10. Oh, my God. These were <laughs> 11 out of 10. His heel <laughs> promos, though. I think because it wasn't long after this that Jimmy turned right, right, you know, baby with Ronnie to go against right the Midnight Express. Midnight Express, right. But uh, those were some really good ones. But here's the thing that that I picked up on not too long ago, going back and watching some of the old you know um, World Championship Wrestling episodes, the, the Worldwides and, and the Mid Atlantic Championship turned to the NWA Pro Wrestling. Right. Um, it it seemed like the direction for Starcade for Magnum was to go against Nikita. Okay. Some will tell you different. Some will say Flair. Some will say Flair. Right. But this is October. Okay. This, this is happening in early October. A month is not enough time to build... To a world championship match. Exactly. And not only that, Mike, but you got to remember that Magnum was screwed 
of that time. Oh, yeah, And that's sure. still fresh, yeah, man. still fresh. I mean, that's still very yeah. fresh. And that's why I always even question people. So when he was going to take on Flair, I'm like, that that soon? No, I don't I don't think that w- would have been the case. Right. I just don't believe that. Which is great, because now we're getting into the what ifs. Exactly. You know, this exactly. is great, because now we're starting to see what, because what would happen at Starcade? You know, that's definitely right. a, a, a definite option, which I think is probable. Right. Because Magnum had to get over Nikita, man. Yeah. That had to happen. I think that was, that was basically, Nikita had no, Nikita had no opponent for Starcade. True. Uh, from what I've watched. Right. Uh, there was nothing leading into him going against anybody, anybody taking him on for the U.S. title. Right. Um, like I said, you know, from the episode I watched, you know, that was kind of the, the, uh, kind of, it was kind of hinted around that it would happen with Nikita Magnum at Starcade. Right. And they've already got an established feud anyway coming out of the bashes. That's what I'm saying, man. And once again, this feud, to me, was not over. Right. Because, you know, Magnum got hit by that chain, and yeah. brother, that sent a shock in America. Yeah. I mean, I literally was like, I yeah. was outraged, man. Like, I was ready to go to Moscow myself. Right. My 12-year-old ass was getting on a plane. I was going to go talk to Gorbachev and be like, hell no. No, no. no. Hell no. no. You're, you're going to use your... Yeah, you're going yeah. to you're going to give this title back to right. the United States. You're going to give it yeah. back to Magnum. Yeah. Instead, they gave us Gorky Park. Well, you know, yeah. nothing's perfect, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'll hit on Gorky Park. Dark. We'll hit on Gorky Park down in, in, the, in the music yeah. episode. Well, we're already talking about doing an episode about musical geniuses. Uh, Gorky Park will not be a part of that. No, <laughs> no, thank you. But okay, so this leads us in, unfortunately, to October fourteenth, right? Which is a day, a day that will live with all of us, right? When Magnum T A had his um, car wreck. Yes, sir. Sad day. It was. It was a shock. It was the big news. It was big news to Charlotte in the Charlotte area. Oh, it was huge here, man. It, That's how you knew it was real. Yeah. I mean, that legit. Was, that was, everything stopped at that moment. Yes. I mean, that was on all the major news channels. That was not just an angle. It was not something you just saw on Saturday morning, man. This was in prime time, 6 yeah. o'clock news. Yeah. Um, this was real. All right. I mean, e- even as a kid, a Mark kid, you kind of knew what was real and what wasn't, you know. And this was like, oh, my God, man. Magnum made may not come back right you know and this was heartbreaking this and and um he he was lucky in the fact that it wasn't um it didn't take his life right Uh, in fact i remember when this happened there was i believe a doctor i'm not i'm not sure man you know the memory gets a little cloudy as i get older but it seems like there was somebody on the television saying that if he was not in the physical shape right. he was in, that he would be killed. Absolutely. His muscle tone and his, his overall fitness level saved his life. Right. Man. An average man would have been killed. Yeah. You know, but Madam T.A. was not the average man. Right. You know, thank God, because we still have him here, and we still, you know, he's still on this planet, man, and we still get his, you know, his insights. We still can watch his interviews. And and he was still going to work even after, yes. after you know, he, he revealed it rehabilitated yes and was able to walk on his own with the assistance of a cane he was still able to work for yeah. Jim Crockett promotions and even into the Turner buyout he was still able to work for WCW exactly we still saw him on TV still doing commentary still getting heat with Tully yeah you know that was hot yeah. man when yeah. Tully came out and pushed him down oh oh that, that was, was hot huge. bro huge that was we, something man we, you can get that yeah, we can get yeah, that yeah, because yeah. that is a whole big story <laughs> that's a, that is a whole big thing <laughs> unto itself yes sir huge so, so let's so, go into Starcade. 
Well, no, let's let's back up for that moment for that that weekend. Uh before the the accident. It was Magnum and Dusty, uh they were booked to go into the cage against the Andersons. Right. Right. In in the cage uh, it was Charlotte, I believe. Charlotte Coliseum. Right. So unfortunately um the accident. The accident right. happened, and uh, Dusty was left without a partner. Right. Of course, he just the pre previous, he had been attacked by the horseman where they broke his hand. Right, right. And had Make to wear the cast. Make right. it good. Make it good. So, <laughs> thinking that, that Dusty didn't have a partner, substituted Arn Anderson with J.J. Dillon. Right. It's going to be easy night. We're going to just go whip on roads. Yeah. Well, everybody's shock. My shock. Oh, everybody's shock. Dude, I was like, "What is? Yeah, go ahead." Yeah, you stand still. I mean, you have the standstill moment where Dusty is coming down, and probably ten feet, fifteen feet behind him, walking is Nikita, Nikita Koloff. Nikita Koloff, man. And I'm first like, "Watch out, Dusty!" And I still, yeah, that was everybody's reaction. <laughs> that that you know, rest going to get you. That was that was, you know, God, what what's going? Is he, he, he's is he got, sneaking up? He's just getting he's just getting it from uh, everywhere everywhere yeah, yeah. now, you know. And uh yeah, I I, st yeah, I I still get chills just thinking about this, talking about this, but you know, Dusty goes in the ring and everybody's still in shock. He gets in the cage and he, you know, he goes right after Ole Anderson and JJ Dillon and Still, Nikita's just now getting up the steps to go into the cage. He's kind of looking around, kind of. Like, what do I do here? Apprehensive. I, I just don't know. And he goes straight for Ole Anderson. And the, it goes nuts, man. It goes nuts. If you've never watched this in, in your life, if you watch anything at all in, in your whole life, and you want to see a miracle happen in yeah. front of you, watch this. Look it up and watch this. It is the most amazing thing. I, I, I hated individual for so many years in this territory. Right. In a snap. The biggest baby that there is. Yes. I mean, right off the at bat, that, man. At that moment. Yes. He was the yes. most over. Yes. And you know, Mike, we've also discussed, and this is actually going to be another podcast. You know, me... Even though it was historic, man, and mm -hmm. it was mind-boggling, or mind-blowing, excuse me, mind-blowing, I still don't, I still think, ah, oh, man, how to put this the correct way, I still think Nikita was such a strong heel. Oh, I, I don't no know doubt. if it was the best, best route to go. We're actually going to do a What If series on that, by yeah. so, so we're not going to go too deep, I don't want to go too deep in that, right. personally. Well, we'll, we'll but, definitely get into, get into the, the arguments for that. For, for and against, yes. you know. But you cannot take away how mind blowing it was. It man. was, and it was special. It was special, man. It was, it was. Nobody expected it. Nobody could have ever called this no. in a million years. No, no. Um, you just turned the. You know, Maynum's wreck flipped the company upside down. Absolutely, anyway. absolutely. So this just added to that. For that moment, it was the greatest. Um, it, it took everybody's minds off of a yeah. horrible situation. A yes. And it 
it gave everybody hope. And and it was in the in the realm of professor so, wrestling, it was historic. Yeah. It was without a doubt, it was one of those milestone moments, something that you'll never forget. Never. I mean to me, man, I never. rank it up there with Hogan slamming Andre at, at WrestleMania right? three. Yeah. You know. Obviously everybody knows Andre had been slammed before, but nobody right. but 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 he had never been slammed in that kind of Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, yeah. With that yeah. kind of presentation, yeah. you know, with that much importance behind it. And uh I, I do rank it up there. But you know, Mike, like I said, let's go into what if he wouldn't have though. Oh yeah, by the way, the match lasted uh about sixty seconds. Yeah, coach. after that. <laughs> uh, they just beat the hell out of everybody and, and that was it. And just you know. did did even have a finish or did they Yeah, Dusty, oh, okay. Dusty pinned JJ and, and bloodied him up with a cast and that was it. <laughs> and and they stayed out there for probably another I don't know, ten, fifteen minutes just Just soaking every, in the crowd. Soaking it in. Yep. And the superpowers were born. Yes. You know, and yes. which was so cool because it once again, man, I know we're going to do a podcast on how society and professional wrestling have mirrored each other over the years. I can't in fact I'm really looking forward to that. But even during this time period, man, this is when the Soviet Union was kinda on the decline. And yes. this is when the, we had the relations were they were coming together, yes. man. We we were really into getting into a new era of peace with the Soviet Union, which would, you know, eventually dissolve back into Russia and the other states. But but Nikita and Dusty being the superpowers were directly, you know, reflective of what was going on in society at the time with yes. Russia or the Soviet Union at the time and America also known as the superpowers. Right. And and it kinda it kinda gave gave way to the the elimination of the uh nasty, dirty Russians. Yes, you know, it did. It, it really that, did. Which had been portrayed for decades and decades yes. and decades. Because once again, man, as society was lightening up with that as we saw the decline of the Soviet Union, as we saw peace you know, peaceful relations right. being built that gimmick had to change, right. you know. But once again, man, I go back, and the kid was just such a scary, scary heel, man. Right. Uh, but we'll get into that. Yeah, you know, that, that's yeah. for another Absolutely. time. Well, brother, there's there's one person that didn't uh, agree with uh, with uh, Dusty, Dusty's decisions, and we'll get into that here in a little bit okay. too, as far as the what ifs. Okay. Well, let's let's go into a what if, man. So, okay. Now, once again, this is just our opinions. You know, we do, obviously there's no way to know what's right, what's wrong. You know, we're just kind of, for lack of a better term, we're just over here talking shit. Right. Uh, you know, for the most part. Uh, Mikey, what do you think? Let, let's talk about Starcade. What do you think? Because you know, I think the the two main points you'll hear is like, well, he was either going to go against Flair and and win the title and right. start his new reign, you right. know, as, as the face of the company. Or do you think he would have went with Nikita? I tend to think Nikita. I, I do. I totally, I totally, wholeheartedly believe it was going to be him and Nikita, Nikita. at Starcade. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, because that, you know, we just discussed this a little earlier, man. But that 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 feud had to have a proper blow off. You look properly. At, you look at yeah. the year before with with Starcade '85, and the Dusty Flair match. Yeah. How long? Had they had built oh, that up for man oh. all the way from Flair turning um, on Dusty in the cage with the Russians? No, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, with the Russians, Russians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Dusty came out to save him, right? And then the Andersons came in, and then they beat up Dusty, broke his ankle. Right, right. So even that had a Russian connection, you right? Know. So you're talking about at at least a six month build up oh, to yeah. Starcade Five. And really, man, you can almost go for a year, honestly, because even after Starkid '84, you know the feud never died. Yeah, the feud, personally, well, you know, the competitive feud, never, obviously, never died. Never died. You know, we can always talk about greatest right. feuds, and that one's up there, brother. Yeah. That one's so far up yeah. there. Uh, 
Well, you know, Mike, let's talk about this, man. Let, let's go with that. Okay. And, and let's just say, you know, Magnum would win the win the match. You know, he would retain the U.S. title. Right. Now, here's where I start looking at This is where it could go in a lot of different directions, yes. man. You know, and, and I want to say what I think the directions are. And then we can go in a little bit more in depth in these directions. See if you agree, if you would add to it, take away. I want to get okay. your opinion. But I see one of three things happening. Right. Magnum carrying on the banner. Yes. Uh, defeating Flair eventually, maybe within that year, probably the next star. Bash? Period. Bash was coming up. Absolutely. Bash 86 was coming up. That would have been a great headliner. Because yeah, um, uh, Dusty won't. No, no, I'm sorry. Um, oh, what was Yeah, wait a second. Let me think. Oh, my God. I, my timelines are off. That would have put him in Bash of 87. 87. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been 87 yeah, Bash. Yeah. So now, man, we have that. We also have, let's go ahead and get this elephant out of the room. Okay. And let's just, and we don't have to go into it right now, but I'd like to discuss it at some point in this podcast. What if he went to WWE? Oh. You know, what about that? And before we go into that, what if he turned heel? Mm, that's, now, that's hurtful. Now, let me let, let me tell you something, man. Uh, I was listening to Jim Cornette's, mm-hmm. uh, one of his right. many shoots. Um, yep. I love listening to the old guys, especially Corny, man. I love Corny to death. Um, but he said something that kind of hurt my feelings, man. And I'm talking about just within the last couple months. Something I never even considered, Mike. I'm, I'm such a fan of Magnum. I'm such a fan of the sport. I'm such a fan of the whole production of what professional wrestling is. But I never thought about this. But Jim Cornette said something to the point, because they were having a similar discussion. All right. What if Magnum could have showed how he really felt about the fans? And then they started laughing. In other words, I don't think Magnum thought too highly of the fans, man, according to this little snippet. And he was like, what if he was able to go heel and tell the fans what he really thought? All right. That kind of broke my heart, man. Oh, yeah. As a 42-year-old yeah. man, you know. Yeah. I turned 43 within the <laughs> within that time period. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God, I've never considered what if Magnum went heel. Yeah. What if Magnum joined the horseman at some point? Wow, man. I mean, you know, so you, you, I see three different paths, man. Scenarios. You know, I see him keeping keeping the baby face routine, carrying the title, being the face of the company. I see him going to WWE, or I see him turning heel within Crockett. Okay. So do you see any other options or alternatives? I would have to say um, I don't. I don't think he would have went north. Right. Uh, just personally, because he was the baby face there. Yes. It wouldn't have made a lot of he sense. Other than Dusty. Right. But obviously, you know, at that at that time, I mean, Magnum's really starting to get his career, you know, exploded and, right. and you know, just skyrocketing. He has nothing but his future ahead oh, of him. Yes. Dusty's kind of winding down. He is. He would have surpassed Dusty. For sure. I think we can agree on For that, sure. man. If that wasn't, yeah. he would have absolutely yeah. surpassed Dusty. If he had been marketed, um, through, you know, marketed right through Jim Crockett promotions and uh, even into WCW. Oh, definitely WCW would have been. Maybe even bigger than Hogan. It could have been. the marketing it was done correctly. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I could see Magnum more as a action star yeah. in movies and things like this. Right. Even more so than Hogan, really. But yeah. Hogan was a little one-dimensional. Right. Where, where I could see Magnum branching off. But let me ask you this, Mike. Okay. Because I know how much of a Ric Flair fan you are, which I am as well. Right. But I know you are a huge Ric Flair yes. fan. Do you think Ric Flair, if Magnum would have would have stayed or would not have the accident, if he would have carried the banner for the company like we think, what do you think would happen to Flair? Do you think Flair would be as big today? Do you think Flair maybe would have been overshadowed a little bit? I mean, Flair's uh, a great personality, right, man. And right. Yeah, and I mean, you can't take away from it, but, man, that's a variable. Yeah. 
that would have sent him on a different career path? I, I don't think so. Right. I honestly don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I think Flair, honestly, you know, yeah, I think Magnum was championed for that big baby push, but I don't think they would have kept the title on him the entire time. Not like a Hogan. Yeah. Hogan, that was a whole different monster. It's a different thing. Yeah. It was a whole different work area. Right. It was a whole different monster. A whole outlook, different outlook. Right. You're right. The the thing that sold tickets here in this area and in, and in other areas, mostly you know the southern thing, sure. and uh, we'll discuss this some other time too because I never understood how Hogan could have the title at that that time and still draw as much. Oh man, he was yeah. he, he, he was draw the country. He was huge, but the biggest thing with having the heels have the world title. Was the chase? The chase, yes, man, and, and, and the and the escaping. Yeah, you know, chicken shit your yeah. way out of it. You cheat your way out of it. Absolutely, man. it was just enough to keep that drama yeah. going. Yeah. You know, you you make a our great guy will, will get this. He'll get it. He almost got it this time, and he can do it. He can do it. He has he the ability. Yep. He's already shown this, right. man. If it was for this guy cheating and yep. taking shortcuts, he would have taken right. it. Which is a a, a dress or a, a contrast to. What they were doing in WWF at the right. time with Hogan, man. He right. was the champion. He was the champion. Nobody could touch him. He was just destroying, man. Right. They were just bringing people that you Feed thought him. feeding them. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's exactly it, man. Yeah. They just fed the man. And it is amazing. But I think that's also a testament. Because just... there was no definitive heel. No, no. That was, that was going for no. Hogan until Andre did his turn. Andre was the first real honest guy challenge, man. Yeah. Now, I, I could almost argue that and say that there was a heel in WWF that was constant, but that was Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan. That was Bobby Heenan, man. I've always said, as right. far as WWF goes, the yeah. greatest feud ever, of all time ever, was Hogan right. and Heenan. Yeah. Without a doubt, man. Heenan yeah. could go out, Jesus, man, he got Stephen Lombardi. Right. And actually oh, yeah. made it look yeah. like he could take him yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, wow, man. I mean, yeah. you know, once again, we'll talk about other But I don't even think, you know, with that feud, I don't even think it was... As much about the title as it was just destroying Hulkamania. Uh, yeah, yeah, because Bobby Heenan wanted to bring down Hulkamania, yeah. you know. Which, you know, it makes me wonder what happened if Magnum would have went to WWF. That's a whole, like I said, man. That's we, a whole other thing. That's, I mean, wow. I mean, who knows? Would they have brought him in as, as a legit competitor? Would they have brought him in as a Red Rooster type? Well, I mean, I mean you look at, you look at um, when they acquired Steamboat. And I, I put Steamboat on that same oh, level as Magnum. There. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, Steamboat never got past that mid-card. That's true, man. Now, he was legendary. You yeah, know, absolutely. His, his WrestleMania three match will go down in yes. history. But they also made the man breathe fire. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They, they, that was the problem right. with WWF, in my opinion, was they just try to be too cartoony across right. the board all the time, man. It's like you don't have to do it all the time. Yeah. Man. But, you know, as far as that goes, that's, that's as high as he the baby face is going to get. Because you still have Hogan at that point. Exactly. So they can't let anybody rise to that level. Right. Even somebody as great as Magnum. So yeah. I guess we can also safely say that that would probably, at least for that time period, man, not been in the question. Maybe later. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about if Magnum would happen to go heel. <laughs> this <laughs> is just something I, I just cannot see happening. I, I, I just, wow. Um, but now, remember, brother, we have Nikita that went baby. So, yeah, I mean, you, you know, yeah, never say never. Right, right. But you look at Dusty. Dusty never went heel in that no, time. No. You know, Steamboat never went heel in that time. Barry, obviously, he, would eventually, eventually go. Um, I'm trying to think of another baby. 
Hey, one of our favorites, Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Vane. He never went. Never. I mean, Manny Fernandez did. He did. He did. He, he did. Um, but, you know. Magnum was on that next tier. Brother, he if he went back, I mean, excuse me, if he turned heel, it would have broken hearts. Oh, yeah. And it would have had yeah. ticket prices through the roof, man. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing. A Magnum-Dusty feud. Ooh. Oh, my God. Especially, man, like I said, I, when, when when Jim Cornette said that about him turning heel just a few months ago, like I said, it blew my mind. I'm like, right. I've never even considered that. And all our what-ifs that yeah. we discuss every year, you know, what if Flair maybe didn't become as, as big as he was? What if okay. Magnum would have carried it? What if WCW still be in business today? Right. You know, that's another one that we can talk about a little bit more in depth. But th- that that's the one thing, man, that I always kind of go back to. Is, right. It, it, but there again, I mean, you've got... Um, you got your biggest baby turning heel, right? To go against your other biggest baby, physically. Yeah, well, (laughs) um, where do you go from there? That that's a good point too, man. The only thing I can think of is you come back, is you you do another baby turn. You know, you you redeem yourself, right? But who knows, man? Because you know, Barry stayed heel for years. Yeah. You know, in fact, Barry basically carried, in a lot of ways, carried the heels in WCW when Flair went on into WWE. Man, Barry was the big, the big bad. Yeah. I mean, he was the champion. Yeah. You know, he was he can carried yeah. on that legacy. He did. Um, like I said, man, that's just one of those, just one of those situations that I just never thought about because I was so blinded by my my fandom to mm-hmm. Magnum. You know, just a little side note, uh, Mikey, something I know we talked about. When Magnum was in his car accident, he was like, and you may remember this, I know you do because we've talked about it, but do you remember when he was scheduled for an autograph signing here in Lincoln, North Carolina? It was at Curtis Mathis. Curtis Mathis, yes, sir. Well, man, he made it. You know, I went, yes. I, I went there. He, I yeah. was there. Did you go to yeah. that? Was you Okay, I thought you said that. Was, that. that was huge. That was a big deal, man. And that was the place that I was renting my Starcades. And my, and yeah, my, uh, yeah, they did rent videos. Yeah. That's right. I was yeah. renting Starcades. I was renting yes. Great American Bashes. The Lord of the Rings, Lord man. Lord of the Rings. Yes, man. Rocket Cup. And I remember, man, waiting in line all day. And Magnum was still really beat up, man. This was very recent after his accident. He still had the cast on. And I believe he still had the neck brace on, if yep. I'm not mistaken. But he was handing out uh, pieces of paper with his autograph on yeah. because he was unable to sign right. it. And I still have that, man. I actually have it framed. Really? Yeah, yeah, I still do, oh man. I have it framed. God. I'll take a picture and put it on our podcast site. Yeah, man. definitely. Because I framed it and put it up, man. It's very special to wow. me. Uh, but I remember almost crying when, yeah. I, when I met him because I couldn't shake his hand, man, because he was still beat up. Right. I just wanted to put that little side note just of how important. That's amazing. I mean, that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't ever. Wow. Yeah, that was. Um... It, it was like you see your heat. It was almost like seeing Superman broken down right you know it was hard but the fact that but the fact that he he was there he was there man he he was committed yes and any other man would have either been dead or unable to appear and uh like i said man it's just one of those things i I know we decided he didn't have to be no he didn't have to be and i'm gonna be honest with you mike if memory serves correctly he probably shouldn't have been no right you know he uh, you could tell that he wanted and i know man jim Cornette said he didn't like the fans that much Maybe that's the case, but what I saw... But you got to imagine how, how I don't want to say, uh, I want to say harassed, um, how much attention he, he, oh. he garnered in his time there. Oh, man, I mean... Just like with the Rock and Roll Express. Yes, I mean, they were was, rock stars. They were huge rock stars. I'm sure they didn't get a break from anything ever, at all. Ever, Even at the hospital, Mike, I remember hearing about how there were just crowds outside. Crowds. Well, I think they even cars. shut down. 
uh, it seems like they even had to shut down I-85. Or it's, I don't know, man. I may just right, be right, talking yeah. shit here. I don't know, but it seems like it was so crazy. Yeah, I can imagine. That they had to shut down. The cars were crazy. The cars. I mean, people, were, I remember hearing Calls. people calling in and camping out yeah. just to try to, you know, give their support to this man. and Just to show how important he was to professional wrestling and to the area, dude. Right. So, Mike, let's go into this. Uh, let's start getting into this area a little bit. Okay. Magnum. Magnum, you know, he, he's not in the car accident. He's still active. He stays babyface. He carries the banner. Okay. Does WCW go, or excuse me, does Crockett go out of business? Exactly. Does you know, it? That's a big thing. Because, you know, losing Magnum in that car, that was a huge hit. Oh, man. That was a huge hit Brother. to that company. That yes. was unstoppable at that time. 86? There was so much You steam. couldn't touch you couldn't touch Jim Crockett promotions oh, no. at that time. Hell no, man. Yeah. Great. Oh, dude, they blew everything away. Yeah. They blew, including Hogan, including right. WWF, man, they blew them yeah. out of the water. Yeah. Without a doubt. And anybody will tell you that. Yes. Uh, you know, man, this is not just something that people in this area think. Right. This is people that know the old school style of wrestling will tell you, man. Jim Crockett promotions from 85 to 87, untouchable. Yeah. When, when Magnum was riding high, yes. shit, man. What yeah. was better? Yeah. You had Dusty, you had Magnum, you had the rock and roll, you had the horsemen, you had the road warriors, you had the Russians. Midnight. It was, it was a, it was a, stacked. A, the pool was deep. Oh, brother. And not only was it deep, but it was quality. Yes. Man. It was quality and yes. quantity. You have both, man. Yes. Spades. Yes. I mean, you know, you even go into like the new breed, the Jayhawks. I mean, right. You know, even their quote unquote enhancement talent was great. Man. Workers. You know, I mean, they were all Workers. great. Workers. You know, Tim Horner, uh, Brad Armstrong, yes. you know, just a couple guys that come to mind that maybe weren't pushed as much as they should have been, these guys were phenomenal. Yes. They were phenomenal, yes. man. And that's what I've always said. If Magnum had been there, would Crockett have lost the money? You know. I mean, and there's a lot of what ifs with the Crockett. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a lot of blame that gets passed yeah. back and forth. Bookkeeping, you know, keeping uh, up with everything, spending too much money here and there. things they didn't need. Uh, and, yeah. You know, my, my thing is don't give a pro wrestler an open checkbook, man. No. Don't give Dusty Rhodes the open checkbook, no. man. It's, and you know how no. I feel about Dusty. This is the Dusty right. Appreciation Show, man. Yeah. I love Dusty. He's the greatest entertainer of all time. But, man, I'm going to give him a checkbook. I, I mean, <laughs> somebody gives you an open checkbook. Oh, hell, it's on, bro. I mean. Private jets for everybody. What? I mean, shit, man. What? It ain't my money. Hell yeah, yeah man. Uh but it makes you wonder if Magnum was still there hitting. You know, let's look at Chicago, Chi-Town uh, Heat, uh, Starkid 87. A lot of people kind of pinpoint it, start to go downhill at this point. You right. had Ronnie Garvin as champion, which maybe not one of Dusty's, but Dusty wasn't perfect, bro. No. You know, and, and this is subjective. There had to be something for that Starkade. You, you did have to have it. Um, and honestly, I, I want to say maybe... That's where you put Magnum in at 87. That's what I was just about to get to, I mean, man. you build it up for a year. You put it at 87. That Magnum's been chasing this thing. All right. You know, he's fine. Maybe put it in a cage. Yeah. If you want to really, you know, the horseman keeps saving him. Yeah. I have, I, I definitely think that would have gone over better All than right. Ronnie. I, I, I never to this day figured out Ronnie as champion. I never thought Ronnie was championship material, man. Well, here's, yeah. the, here's the thing. And every, everything that I know of, of that situation was... It was a transition um, to get you know the title on somebody, and nobody wanted it at right. the time. But Ronnie stepped up, 
to be the guy to do that. Right. To have that transition so Flair could win it back strong at a Starcade. Yes, right. That was the whole reasoning for that for Chicago. Chicago, obviously, Hill Town. Probably not the best place to, you know, put Ric Flair. Well, no, <laughs> if, no. If you it want was, Ric Flair to it, if you want be booed, Flair, you know, to get Yeah, him, exactly. You no, know. and I, I don't, I think that was the thing that it was, it was to get Flair in there and get him cheered to get that title back. Well, no, fast, then they did it right. They did it right. You know. The one thing they messed up on was not putting the tag titles on the Warriors. Yes, yeah. That would have. That's what. Especially in Chicago, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. that. There was a lot of drop balls, I think, in yeah. that one. You know. Taking it the Chicago for sure. Uh, yeah, I think you could you could have done Atlanta, Charlotte. Charlotte, I don't think was big enough at that time. You don't think so, really? Not for that. Not for that. I don't uh, know. Because I... at that time, I mean, Greensboro Coliseum was a lot bigger than uh, the, what they called the old Charlotte Coliseum, Independence Arena. Right. Uh, I, I think it's Bojangles, Bojangles now. Yeah, complex, yeah. whatever something, now. Something, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a lot smaller than, than any of those venues. Well, Greensboro For was, that big show. For that one. For that big show. I still think Greensboro would have been the best. You Omni. Know. Omni would have been up there. Yeah. I still, I still think Charlotte would at least been. I think it'd been better than Chicago. For sure. You, yeah. You know, definitely. I just don't think it would have housed as many people as, as they could have. Absolutely. Yeah. That that's for sure, man. Um, but like I said, you know, going into '87, Starcade, Magnum TA still hot, man. He's still going to be over. He's still right. going to be huge. I'm sure at this point, man, him and Nikita have had a a definite blow off, man. The feud is over. I'm sure Magnum would have got over. You know, I would assume. Man, I could even see a U.S. versus world title. Or, or You know what I'm saying? I could see him going in with the, the U.S. title. Um, obviously, man, there's a lot of different twists and turns this thing could have taken. Could have. But, man, I, I am to the belief system. And once again, man, it's just opinion. It's just us talking shit, as I've said in the past. But I really don't think Turner would have had to buy out Crockett if, if Magnum would have not had that. Out. Right. I think yeah. they would have had would, They would just, yeah, they would have just made more money. Of course, they would have spent more money, too. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows, man? Who yeah, knows? Once again, I think the first thing you want to do is probably take the check out of Dusty's hand. Right. You know, let's yeah. just keep it real, man. I think, you know how I feel about Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Well, I've said it again. You know, I said before I'll say it again. He was the greatest, in my opinion, of all time. And in front of the camera or behind the camera, I think he's the greatest of all time. But yeah, man, you just don't want to give anybody the the checkbook, you know. Well, that's Especially a, when you're coming up with the well, Joneses. Yeah, exactly. You know. That's a whole other what if yeah. scenario too for Jim Crockett Promotions. Right. What if they would have uh, you know, tightened it up and not bought Watts the Pepper and, or yeah. other private jets and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, and the UWF thing, that's definitely going to be a what if series. If the UWF would have been handled a little differently. But, you know, man, like I said, I go back to Magnum, and I, I, I could see him. I could really see WCW or Crockett still in business today, yeah, man. They could still, have been. You know, with, with Magnum, now, obviously at this point, Magnum would have already, you know, been on his way out, probably looking to retirement. But, man, he was, he had that Hogan charisma. Man. Yes. If not, like I yes. said, brother, I'll go yeah. a step further and say he had even a different kind of charisma that could have been more mainstream. Because let's face it, dude, Hogan never made it in movies. He just didn't, you know. Thunder in Paradise was all right. It's all right, man. But come on, dude. It was, it was a syndication, you know. Yeah. yeah. I could have seen Magnum TA in blockbuster. Legitimate, yeah. Like, and not just yeah. as a side role like Hogan would be right. on lips. I'm talking about a starring role or at least in the yeah. upper, you know, like a rock. Let's just call it, man. Okay. Something like the Rock. Okay. You know, because the Rock. Let's face right. it, brother. He's shit. Yeah. If anybody's taking the ball and run with it, he's the highest paid 
actor in, in Hollywood. Yes. And I love his movies. You know, he, he deserves that money as far as I'm concerned. I think Madden could have been The Rock All right. a generation before yeah. The Rock was The Rock, is right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, you know, you're talking about going back to Starcan 86, you know, and like I said, it's, I believe in my heart it would have been Magnum and Nikita. Right. Uh, where does where does that leave Flair? You know, man, that's, I, I see Dusty. You know, Dusty was hot in that feud. With, still with Tully, though, know, the first yeah, one. Yeah, Tully was still so, hot. Who would Flair? I mean, you know, that's a good, um, maybe they would have brought somebody in. You know, I could see them maybe trying to feed him. Right. You know, maybe have somebody. But I think the bottom, or, or the main goal, would have to eventually put that belt on Magnum yeah. a year later. Yeah. You know, at least that's what I would do. It's the arm Right, exactly. But, you know, man, that, that does bring up a good point. Where, where does that leave Flair in that year? Because... Well, that's that Starcade event. You, you know, know, maybe Barry? Was Barry... Barry, was, Barry was about to come in yeah. uh, at that time. I think he, he may have been in at that time. I but I was. think he was doing a lot in Florida. Okay. This was probably around the time he was breaking in. It was before... Oh, no, no. It was, it was definitely uh, before, you know, because he had done his thing with... with uh, he had started out in Mid-Atlantic, right. early 80s. Um, then he, you know, he worked in Florida a lot. A lot, right. Uh, in the 83, 82, 83 right. time frame. And he was in, he, they brought him up to Charlotte for like a split second. Okay. He was actually supposed to be in Starcade 84. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. Okay. Right. Um... But then him and Rotundo, who was also in Florida at the time, they brought them up to, up north to as the U.S. Express. U.S. Express, yes. yes. Yeah. And uh, the the first real Americans. Right. <laughs> yeah, the first real Americans. <laughs> and they, what a great tag team! Too. And they were on they, WrestleMania. One. That was yeah the first one. Yes. Um, and but then you know stuff didn't work out up there, so. Barry came back down. I think he did some spots in Florida. Then they brought him back up okay. to um, Jim Crockett Promotions. Where he started getting in his few. Well, he st I know he started teaming up with Dusty. and Started know. teaming up with Dusty and Ronnie Garvin. That's right. That's right, because they are actually the U.S. Uh, tag team tag champions. Tag team that's, champions. I, that, that's right. I forgot about that. Right. Yeah, that, that was a good team. Man. Yeah. That was a really good team. And he started, you know, igniting his feud with Flair. Right. Right around, you know, afterwards. Because we got, you know, we had that to bring That was after Starcade. And we got to bring up, man, if we're going to talk about Barry, we got to bring up that match him and Flair had on television that hour long. Oh, my God. Man, what a classic. I mean, obviously, we'll talk more that, about Flair. That's the one. That one was the one that really put Barry on the map. Yes. That, that, and put him in a top seat yes. for that, that top baby. Absolutely, because, you know, Mike, I, when I think about television shows, not just wrestling, man, I'm talking about all television shows from 24, Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, Pro Wrestling, Star Trek, everything in between, that episode of Worldwide sticks out as one of the most memorable episodes of television of any genre ever, man, because that, that entire hour was, was just, man, it was edge of your seat. I mean, you really thought Barry was going to take that title. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was just such it a It was going to happen. It was a historic moment of television for me on my personal level. Uh, but, yeah, you know, my going just going back into the theme of the day, I do think WCW, obviously, man, I don't even think WCW would have existed outside of it just being the television show on TBS. I think the promotion would have stayed Jim Crockett. 
And I think we could still, like I said, man. Or at least the NWA. Or the NWA, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because it was being, being consolidated at this point right. anyway. Crockett was already consolidating. Um, I think Magnum could have been that 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 flag bearer. Yes. You, you know, just like Hogan, I know we've said it before, man, but I think he could have been the Hogan. And like I said, man, even bigger and better. And something else about Magnum I think he had over Hogan, uh, Mike, and I want to get your opinion on this. Hogan was so huge. He was unbeatable. Even yeah. though he would sell, yeah. man. Now, oh, so yeah. if you want to yeah. about Hogan, oh, yeah. brother, he would put everybody yeah. over. He, yeah. would, he would make sure you got your heat. Yep. And he would make the sure. The monsters. That yep. he would, man. I mean, he would plead. And, you know, he, I mean, being God Almighty, man, he was almost seven foot tall, 320 pounds. Mm -hmm. He would sell. But Magnum, I think, being a smaller statue, actually gave him more believable. Yes. You know what I'm saying? In yes. other words, I think he, he would have right. more sympathy from yeah. the crowd. Like a Ricky Morton. You, right. You know, Rick always, Steamboat. Oh, yeah. Prime example, man. And I think that was something that Magnum would have over Hulk is that you would have a more emotional response. Because you would watch Hulk like you would watch a Superman comedy. Exactly. Uh, to, you know, because yeah. you know at the end yeah. of the day, He's Superman, taking some hits. Sure, man. It's got to have its drama. Yeah. He's taking some hits. He's taking a pounding. A little but, bit of kryptonite here and there. But you know what's coming. He's going to win. He He's going to hulk up. And he's going to beat the monster. Yes. With Magnum, you just... I mean, let, let's take a Kamala, for instance. Because right. we remember when Kamala and Magnum had their feud. You know, and obviously Magnum got over in that. It was a short-lived. It was more like, let's bring him in. Right. But, you know, when you saw Kamala and Hogan, Hogan was bigger. Yes. He, he really was. He, he was, Or yes. just as big. Yes. You know, if not, like I said, maybe right. even a little bit big. Definitely more muscular. Yeah. Definitely a, more of a, a, well, a hulk. Or, right. a, or a hulk. Or a hulk, you know. Yeah. Whereas Magnum, man, you thought that Kamala could really kill Magnum. Right. Well, you well see, that was the thing. It was, with with Hogan, it was more of the same. We had seen. Over and over again. We had seen yep. this happen. Yep. We're kind of we're kind of smart to what's gonna happen. Yes, man. And the uh, rest of the magazines didn't help out either. No, they gave the uh, right. <laughs> gave the right. result. Yeah. Another reason NWA was better. Right. Back in the day, they would have different shows in different towns, man. But WWF know. had the same matches with the same results, man. It may be a work if. Uh, <laughs> if you have yeah. 15 state or 15 cities in a row uh, and they all had the exact same finishes, man. Are you kidding me, dude? I remember reading those things in the magazines. I'm like, well. Maybe maybe it is a work. Yeah. Right. I'll <laughs> but, still defend it, but but it, it. <laughs> it was it was hard to defend though, yeah. man. It was oh, hard. Yeah. You know, well, why is every why is Hulk Hogan beat you know? Because it's Hulk Hogan. It's Hulk Hogan. He can beat the Iron Sheik in thirty seconds. Yeah. And everything else, you, know? you ever seen the Iron Sheik wrestle? <laughs> it's like why does the Iron Sheik change up the style? Just leave me alone, man. Don't talk hey. about that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. But the NWA man, they made two. Yeah. <laughs> I ran pill. Yeah. But uh, no, man, the NWA always had different shows, man. It kept that realism. Yeah. And uh, that's, once again, I think that was why it always kind of put the NWA over WWF anyway was the realism. And when you put it on top of that Magnum TA, then Jesus, man, I, yeah, I just don't oh, yeah. see how, you yeah. could, how it could fail. But, you know, I do kind of stick by my assumption that I don't think Ric Flair would be as over today, man. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I know that's subjective. Wow. And okay. I know there's a lot of variables. And obviously, man, we don't know for sure. But, man, I just think, and, and I get what you said as well about, you know, having the heel as a champion. But I got a feeling that Dusty would have maybe tried to make Magnum out like Hogan. You, oh, yeah, you, absolutely. You know, yeah, I, he would t he would take, I don't know about the title. Right. As far as the title situation, world title, I think he would have marketed him uh, as much as he possibly right. could have. 
like Hogan. See, I because I think Dusty was still in that. Because you know, Dusty had that title. He only would carry it a couple weeks, a week or two, a month. Yeah, at at most. At tops. He was still in that old school mindset. That's true. You got to chase that heel for that title. That's true. But let me play devil's advocate to you, brother. See if you uh, what you think about this. But what if Dustin would felt Magnum would have been the turning point of that? You know what I'm saying? In other words, okay, like literally, Magnum's our Hulk now. Literally, we're going to put the belt on him. I think really Flair's future would have greatly depended on that mindset. I think so. In other words, if if it was still going to be the heel with the title and the babyface chasing it, then Flair would absolutely have stayed in that rank or in right. that role. If Dusty would have transitioned Magnum to be a Hogan style champion, where all these bad guys are coming after you, but nobody can beat him, I wonder, man, if Flair. I think Flair would have went to WWF a lot sooner. Yeah, I think so. You know, I think Flair would have been I like screw that, this. That would have been possible. And, and I think he would have been within his rights. Right. You know. All right. Uh, that's but the then, there again, you lose Flair, right. which, you know, as much as Dusty and Magnum and Rock and Roll Express were a staple of that area, right. Flair was the biggest. He was the man, brother. He, the man. When they say you got to be the man. So you lose be... Flair. Hey, brother. I just had a thought. What if they turn Flair baby? You know, we're talking about if Magnum went heel. What if they're like, well, okay, now. I mean, they've done it before. That, so yeah. It wasn't a big... Yeah, and that was, they did it with Harley, and they did it. That's true, know. and that's the thing about Flair too, man. Flair is that one of those, uh, and you know, I love Flair. I always kayfabe hate on him, but the truth of the matter is, Flair is very unique to where he didn't ever have to change his style. No, he never changed his promo. He yep. never changed what he was doing. He never changed what he did in the ring. It was a Flair formula, and it was, man. Now you could boo it or you could cheer it, depending yep. on. Well, hell, man, it didn't really even matter who no. was wrestling, man, because he had yeah. his fans, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Flair could do anything. To anybody, and it would get over with certain people, man. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know, man, because even as I'm talking to you about it, I'm like, well, I don't see how Flair cannot stay over. He's just yeah. that guy. Yeah. I mean, even, yeah. even with Magnum as the man, you're still. It's, it's still Rick Ric Flair. Flair. It's still Rick Flair. It, it, that's it. And that's the bottom line, man. Yeah. You can say what you want to. You can go this route, that route. But at the bottom, at the end of the day, that's Rick Flair, yeah. and that's the way it is. When he goes to WWE He's yeah, or WWF yeah, at that time. He went as Ric Flair. He went as Ric Flair. I mean, and he did his deal with Ric Flair. Flair. That's it, man. And, and it was over. Nothing changed. No. And he beat the entire WWF locker room in the one night. Oh, and, my God. That was so cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Now, what? I, I wanted, That's Flair. That, you're, you're right, man. Now, let's just wonder and reminisce. Well, not reminisce, but let's just wonder. What if we had that Flair Magnum, you know, chemistry for all these years, man? I mean, I, I just, you got to wonder, could it stay fresh? Could oh, they? yeah. I but think I think they I could. Think they could. Dusty and Flair did it. Yeah, and, and that's something. And Flair else. did it with so many other people, you know, at that time. You know, Steamboat, Sting. Yeah. Sting's a great example, man. That, hey, let's talk about Sting. Where would a Sting fit in with a Magnum TA dominant NWA Crockett WCW? Where where would Sting? Would Sting still be as over? Because Sting was that young, fresh. He was. He was. Guy. He was big. I I think, I think. Ooh, that's a good one. Bro. That is a good one. That is a good one. I don't think because, we've ever talked about this. No. Um, wow, okay. I think his path would have went around that same area. Absolutely. Of course, I mean, you know, they didn't give him, you know, the belt as soon as he no. was fresh in. That's true. Uh, he built up and built up and built up. Sure. And it wasn't until, what, 90 when he got the belt from Flair? 
1990. Great American right, Black. That's about right. Great yeah. American Bash 1990. Now, I know they had <clears throat> some matches earlier. Oh, yeah, for Rawls, sure. You know, yeah. Clash of Champions, which is a freaking classic, man. Yeah. A freaking classic. Yeah. You know, it makes you But wonder. they gave him time. They they groomed him. Yeah. They they, yes. they established him. Gave him the rub. Right, they right. They gave him the yeah. rub. You know. So Magnum would have been 12 years in at that time. Um, that might have been a good place for Magnum to go here. You got this young, and let's be honest, brother. Sting was the shit. Yeah, man. he was the man. Dude. Right. When Sting came in, he was huge, man. Yeah. Everybody loved Sting. You right. Know? He he had the face paint like the Road Warriors, but he was different. He was a he was a surfer type, man. Right. He, he was he had his own personality, and he was Sting. Yeah. And he was hot. Yes. And he could work. Yes. And him and Flair, man, had clinics. Yes. They had clinics. So that may have been a place where Magnum would have been like, oh, "Who's this new young guy coming in after Mike Thunder?" Right. I could really see a good little Magnum uh, heel turn right there to feud against Sting. What would that have been it's like? Good, man. Yeah, oh my gosh. Let, let's talk about a heel Magnum versus a babyface Sting. You don't yeah. even need a title. No. I mean, there no title is. needed, man. There it is. I mean, this is just yeah. the young blood versus the yep. old school. The old school's pissed off. It's right. You know, Magnum is like having this young guy come. See, I'm getting goosebumps, bro. Oh, I know yeah. the people at home can't see this, but I'm over here like getting goosebumps just thinking about this situation. Yeah. I mean. What if Steamboat would have come in with Magnum as a heel? Exactly. Oh, man. Uh, right, around, right around that same era. Yes. Uh, right at 80, what was that, 89? Yeah. Or. When that Steamboat came in? Yeah, but it was 89. Was it 88, 89, somewhere Late 88, 89. Hey, man, let's look at this. Instead of turning Magnum heel, imagine a Ricky Steamboat. Right. A Sting. Yes. And a Magnum TA as your big three babies. Oh, God. Jesus, because Dusty would have been retired that. about this time. Yeah. I mean, I think Dusty was in WWE. Yep. I think he was doing the polka dot thing around this yeah. time. Yeah. Probably would have never had to go to WWE at this time. No, probably not. But you know, you still. I think Dusty would have been stepping back around this time. Yeah, for you sure. Know, if you got those three for big sure. babies coming in, yeah, he would have been in the in the mix. You know, he would have still been there. He's probably still been active. Yeah. But I think Dusty would have enough sense to be like, okay. Let's, let's start pushing, pulling right. back. You know, even even with Magnum and uh, Steamboat, I seen him pushing back. Cause Sting was the man. Sting yeah. was the young blood. He yeah. was the lion coming in, and, yeah. and he did, and he did. You yeah. know, he ended up being the banner right. carrier. You know, he never left. Flair left. Dusty left. You know, Ricky left. You know, Sting never left. Um, God, man, that would just be so cool. You know, I, I could just see a Horseman versus Sting, Flair. I mean, excuse me, Sting, Steamboat. Magnum team, Dusty Rhodes against the Four Horsemen. All right. Well, what would that have been? Well, like? oh Jesus, man, that would have made millions. Well, I tell you what. <clears throat> speaking of that, that big super group. Uh, let's go back to the Bash '87. Okay. Uh, yeah. Again, Magnum, no accident, right. still going strong. Going in Bash '87, still got the Horsemen. Yes. Running hard. Yes. Running hard. Big but, feud. Was this about the time Barry joined him? Wasn't it about 87 no, no, or was that 88? No, 88. 88, okay. 88. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was on down down the road. But you're talking Bash 87, you're talking War Games. Oh, that's, ooh, brother. Okay, so you got the Horsemen. Right. Um, and then you've got Dusty. Right. You would have had Magnum. Magnum. Road and the Warriors. Road Warriors. I mean, that was, man, that was, I mean, that would have been just That epic. War Games. Uh, war Games, the first War Games to me is, uh, is still one of those <laughs> just tremendous, epic. Phenomenal, just, man. 
Uh, it was bigger than life. Yes. You had two rings and a cage with yes. a roof on them, man. Yes. I mean, how, how much more? That was the original Hell in the Cell. Yeah. Times two. Cause yeah, you had two rings, really. You know. But you know, Mike, how about Kaji Magnum, brother? Nah. That's a hell of a compliment, nice. man. Yeah. <laughs> well, Magnum, let me ask you. Yeah. What about Nikita? Okay. What about Nikita, man? Right. We keep, you know, we, we keep talking about what if Magnum would have done this, this, and this, but we have forgotten Nikita Koloff, man. Still the biggest heel. Still the biggest heel. The scariest I think, heel. I think uh, you keep him, um, you keep it, that U.S. title, you get have him get it back. You know, Maybe of course Magnum, Magnum gets it back at Starcade. Yeah. Nikita gets it back after that. Screws and then out of it. We're going, you know, full-blown uh, Flair, Magnum. Uh, but we keep that keep that title on him, he, and you know you've got you got Barry coming up. Yep. Um, hey man, don't forget Slitz Luger. Slitz Luger is, is, Luger is in the mix, right. man. Yeah. He's there. He's not quite well at, at that time. Luger Luger's still working in Florida in '86. Okay, that's right. Uh, right. He's kind of not you know, back and forth, not quite a heel, not quite a baby face. But we know kinda, him. Yeah. We know We know, him. We know who he is. And he's being courted by the horsemen. Right. You know, I wonder if that, that would probably still, you know, could be going on. Yeah. But you, you've got Barry coming up. You've got Luger coming up. Uh, wow. Uh, I think Wahoo's still player. Yeah. You're right. You know, we still got the Garvins. You know, no, no, granted, Jimmy's, Jimmy's still uh, heel at this point. Right, you know. yeah. But he, but he's really starting to transition. Yeah, it's, starting to, it's starting to turn for him. And Jimmy was just the most loved heel. He was. Man, he you, was. How could you just, how could you boo yeah. him, man? I yeah. love Jimmy Garvin, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, he could do no wrong. No. I mean, he no. talked all that crap, man. You know, it's just not my fault, brother. The, the music was on, on point, man. I know we've already talked music yeah. here. But he was eventually going to turn. I mean, he was eventually going to go full blown. Yeah. You know, eventually. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, you said hey, you just, uh, Ronnie. Ronnie is a big player. I think Rock even Hall. even he was may have been a national champion at that time. I'm not sure. Um, Rock and Roll Express is around. Rock and Roll. Ricky's still over. Yeah. But uh, there there's a man who, who's kind of back and forth. Uh, I think he he's kind of back and forth between the two companies. Um, Dick Murdoch, dude, you know, of all the people I love in this world, Dick Murdoch is so far up that chain. You know, once again, scariest hills. I've told you my story. Yeah. The puds will hear that story right. one day, and we're not going to talk about it today. But Dick Murdoch will always be one of my favorites. And you got Captain Redneck, dude, and he was the real going, deal. Going for a U.S. title against, against the Nikita Kill. Oh, dude. Dude, he would never have to turn heel. No. He, he could stay baby. Yep. And Dust, oh, man. See, I always thought Dusty would have been the one to go after Nikita. Right. I was just okay. kind of assuming. Yeah, yeah. You know, and okay. I, I still, but man, I didn't even consider Captain Redneck. Right. I think that would have been hot. Yeah. Really, man, because Dusty's going to be hot regardless. Yeah. He's going to be yeah. hot, man. It doesn't matter who he's against. But he's so deep in with Tully. That's true, man. And, yeah. and even armed to a, to a look because yeah. of the, yeah. you know, because they're associates, right. you know, right. the horsemen, you know. Yeah. Because at this point, I would even go as far as say it was Dusty and the horsemen. Yes. You know, Tully, no, it Tully just, was it just the, didn't even matter. And Tully was the blood feud. Yeah. Now. I mean, Tully was the yeah. hated one, but. I don't, I don't know that I agree with that one as much with Magnum and Tully. Definitely mm. blood feud. I think Dusty and Ole. Oh, they hated each other. If you go back, even they starting back to Georgia, 
with the big turn of 81. That's true, man. You yes. go back to there, and you go back when, when Ole was, they put Ole out for a little bit, then Ole came back yep. and cut that, that, that incredible promo on Dusty. Yep, that's you know, true. This man. is never going to be done until one of us is dead and buried. But yeah. It was it was real, man. You believed everything Ole Anderson ever said. Because I still think Ole Anderson believed it. Yeah. I mean, legitimately. Yeah. You talk about a mean, grumpy old SOB, brother. Watch some of those Ole Anderson shit yeah. interviews, man. I mean, they get pretty rough, yeah. dude. But I, you make a good point because he was just so mean in real life. Oh, my God. Now, I never thought he fit as a horseman. I know I get I get crap for that. And I know we'll talk about that. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we talk oh, yeah. a whole episode yeah. on that. But, uh, yeah, I, I could see that. But yeah, man, you know, you you still had Dusty, but Captain Redneck going for that U.S. title. I'm gonna get that title from that stinking Russian, and you believed it. And my God, who wouldn't? He's got a child back in his mouth. Of course, he's gonna do it. Dude, and he'll take care of business, man. Yep. He'll give you the the hardest gore or brain buster ever. Yep. <laughs> he'll yep. send the key to bat to Moscow. That would have gave him the, the 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 neck and the neck brace. That would have been perfect, yeah. man. That yep. would have been perfect. Yeah. Uh, you know, who else, though, could, could we have envisioned? I, I could see Barry Windham and, and Nikita having yeah, a good feud. I think so. I, I do think it would have been Dusty. I do think Dusty would be okay. like, Magnum, you go after that world title. Right. I'm going to bring that U.S. title back. Right. You, have, you take care of business, baby. Baby. I, yeah, I can hear him now, man. You, you take that world title from the Nature Bowl. I'm going to go get that uh, U.S. title for the American. Uh, my, people, my people. My people. If you will. I could see it, man, but I could really see that Captain Redneck, too. I think yeah. that would have been. I think that would have been a lot of fun. That would have been great. Yeah. Bro. yeah. That, the, the, you saying that, I'm like, damn, dude, how have we not discussed this in 25 right. years? Yeah. This is what I love about the podcast, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, I'm getting turned on some new ideas I haven't thought about. All right. And uh, that that does, man. That makes a great uh, a great scenario. And I mean, you know, because you still got, you know, the Russians would still be huge. Ivan would still be huge. You know, they probably wouldn't have brought in Vladimir, probably. You right. Know, uh, which is probably for the best. <laughs> Not the best worker. Oh, huge. yeah. I know. He was huge, man. And he was huge. And there was another huge guy that wasn't quite. He was very green as well. The warlord. Oh yeah, man! In fact, I was watching some stuff not long ago. Watch his debut with Baby Doll. Uh huh. You know, I forgot about the Baby Doll. They were trying to push him as a big baby, just didn't work out. You mm-hmm. know, uh, sometimes maybe the big bodybuilders, but in the Warlord's defense, the Warlord was the shit. Yeah. He went on to be the Powers of Pain brother. Yeah. He he will, he is a wrestler legend, yeah. man. Yeah. He is. The yeah. Warlord is a For legend. For sure, without a doubt, man. Yeah. You you got to give his props, man. He yeah. went on in WWE. You know, took care of business. He they took care of business against the Road Warriors. Right. That was that was a legitimate feud, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, brother, I think you, you know I think this has been a, a really cool just discussion of of what if, man. Because you know the the whole Captain Redneck versus Nikita is something I never considered. Uh, a lot of other things we talked about, like made him going uh, heel, something I never considered. Um, you know, chasing that belt for a year. Yeah. Go after Flair at Starkid '87, which I think would have absolutely been a turning point for yes. the company. It was a turning. Yeah, well, I mean, Starkid '87 is a turning yeah. point now. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of people consider right. that to be the downturn. Yeah, I think it would have been man onward and upwards. If right. Magnum would have been in that role. Um, granted, I don't know if Chicago would have been. It the would. It would have been. It would have been the WrestleMania three. Oh, absolutely. It would have been what what compared to the WrestleMania three. Absolutely, for man. Sure. Yeah, because when he belly-to-belly grip Flair would have taken that title, man, it would have been bigger, just as big as the body slam. I think we yeah. would be talking about these two different instances in wrestling history. I think it, I, I'm absolutely with you on that, Mike. I think it would have been just as big. Yeah. 
And maybe maybe even bigger in the grand scheme if Magnum would have went mainstream in Hollywood like I think he eventually would have. Right. You know. Uh, well, Mike, man, is there anything else you'd like to add to this? I mean... Well, let's take it from... All right, we, we've talked about a lot of different scenarios, the Starcades, the Bashes, everything going forward and on into the 90s. Right. Um, let's take it back to just after that car wreck and the cage and the surprise with, with uh, Nikita, Nikita being Dusty's partner. Right. Let's talk what if. Well, now, do you want to talk... Do you want to talk what if it was a different person? Absolutely. Or do you let's do that in another podcast? Okay. Let, let, I think we can. That's probably, a that's a big one too. That's I think, I a think big we, one. We can cover a lot of area in that. Yeah. In yep. fact, that might be something to do next week. You want yeah. To make, you want to make a two part out of this? Thing? I, I think we're gonna have to. Okay. So so this so let's say part one is today where we just talk about what if Maiden would not have had the accident. Right. So next week we're gonna have a what if part two. That he did have the accident. Yes. But we replaced Nikita in that role with someone else. Yeah. Because do you feel that that Nikita was the best choice at that time, that day, that period, that right then and there, it was the best choice. In the long term, maybe not. I'll say this much, man. Now next week we're going to go into some fantasy land. Okay. You know, I, in fact, I even say let's make a little game out of it and say like you can pick. Let's say next week we can pick any wrestler from any organization. Maybe not Hogan. Okay. Like, you know, maybe let's not put right. in Hogan. But WWE, if they're Because there was no way Hogan no was way, leaving man. the big spot. No I mean, way, that man. was just... Yeah, yeah. And we already know that would be overhuge. Right. I mean, man, imagine yeah. Hogan. We'll, we'll discuss it, you know, as a possibility. Yeah. But I think, man, if we have to give just the facts or just what we have... In other words, we can't play fantasy book or we have to give... Well, we have to work with the resources we right. have at that time. You know, Mike, I don't think it was the right call because I think Nikita was such a strong heel that had a lot more time that he could have used his heel gimmick. Right. However, given the, the, the severity of the circumstances, man, I mean, you just lost your top guy, man. You just lost your yeah. top baby. You just did, man. Dusty was always going to be up there too, but Magnum was neck and neck. And you got to put it over. you right. got to hit yeah. hard, yeah. man. you got to come out with something unexpected, man. you gotta, you got to swing for defenses. And, brother, brother you got to hit it. Yeah. It ain't just swinging, man. you got to yeah. hit it. Yeah. I think given that those conditions, I can't think of anybody right off that they could have used that would have been any better. No. Not, I really not, And not garner that reaction. Not, exactly, man. You could have brought Captain Redneck out. It would have been big. People would have loved it. But... It wouldn't have got that reaction. Man, people are going to be heartbroken. Right. It's not made them. You had to try your best to take focus off of the heartbreak. Yes. And put it on the product and put it on what you're doing. I don't, you know, Mike, you're right, man. I, I, right off the top of my head, I can't think. Other than maybe a Ric Flair or a Tolly Blanchard, maybe, but it had to be a heel. I, 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 but it wouldn't have made sense. No. Because they, one thing I will say about that term, Mike, that even to this day, this, you know me, I'm a psychology guy when it comes to wrestling. Mm -hmm. I like that psychology. I like, does this make sense? When the Keto's like, we respected each other. When I found out that my respected opponent, who I wanted to beat, was hurt, it broke my heart. Yeah. That made, that was cool, man. You can buy it. You, you, you can buy it. It was absolutely believable. You can buy man. it. Because it felt real, man. Right. Because they did have that respect. It was legit, man. They right. really did respect each other. Uh, they worked too good not to, man. Right. Uh, and, and, and it put it over not only that but it gave this monster a heart yeah 
I just don't know if giving a monster a heart is the best move. In the long term. In the long term. In the long term. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do tend to agree, yeah. given the circumstances of the tragedy. And it was a tragedy, brother. Mm-hmm. It is a tragedy. Right. Made no mistake of that. That when Maiden was hurt and, and cut short from his career, it was a tragedy um, amongst the wrestling community. And I even think, like, say, the entertainment community, because I do think Maiden could have, you know, carried on and been even more. Uh, but, yeah, man, given those situations, I can't say anybody else getting us over. And, brother, I ate it up, man. I mean, yeah, I ate it yeah. up, dude. I was a huge I mean, Superpowers fan. Yeah. I mean, you know, Nikita went from scaring the absolute shit out of me to being, like, you know, my top guy, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like that. Yeah. Just with and, that and, one interview. With everybody. Yeah. Oh, with everybody that night. Yeah. You, know, oh, you look yeah. at you look, look at everybody's reactions. They're chanting Nikita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five seconds into that thing. Nikita's name is being chanted, man. I Holy mean, shit. Dude, what is that about? Yeah. I mean, and that I'll... that was the power. That I think, you know, and, and I'll go back and say this, and you know it as well as I do. It's the power of Dusty. It is. It is, man. You know, once again, people will hate on it Dusty. Just, Dusty could just sprinkle. Dusty magic. Dusty magic on something. And it, it's over, man. It's over. Like I said, we have both admitted and we both agreed. Dusty wasn't perfect, man. He was a human being. He, you know, he definitely, uh, you know, did it. You know, he wasn't perfect, man. He didn't right. have 100% batting average. But Jesus, look at what he did hit out of the park. I mean, you know, Mikey, it trips me out that I hear and I see so much hate on Dusty Rose. And certain certain mediums, you know, maybe right. certain Facebook pages, you know, things of this nature. And I'm like, do you people not understand that what Dusty did, we're still talking about it to this day? No. Yeah. You know, it, it trips me out. People are like, oh, Dusty sucked. Dusty's all about putting himself over. But, man, the horsemen were great. Oh, man, you remember when Ric Flair got over on Ronnie and this and that? I'm like, dude, who wrote that? Who, who put the horsemen together? You know, it's like, Jesus Christ, man. It's like, I, I, I don't get it sometimes. But then again, we don't have to. No. You no. know, and that's, that's a that part of it. It's everybody's opinions. It is, man. Just like this is our opinions. All right. Man. You know, what we're talking about could have, none of this could have happened, man. You know, Madden could have, could have, uh, you know, not had his right. accident. WCW could have still bought yeah. out Crockett. All these things could have happened, man. Yeah. But I think we can, I think we can make some safe guesses. Yeah. You know, estimations that. Definitely, the world of wrestling would have definitely been different. Right. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. That we can agree on. Yes. Everybody can agree on. Yeah. Where that would have taken it, who knows? Exactly. We can only we can we can only <clears throat> do what we're doing today, man. Let's just discuss it and talk about it. Right. You know, but I am one hundred percent of the mindset that if if Maiden would not have had that car accident, I'd be watching the NWA this weekend. More than likely. I really do. Probably at six oh five on. Uh, TBS. That would have been nice. That would be great, man. You know, who knows if there would have been a Monday Night right. War? There may have never been a war. You know, maybe the war would have happened sooner. Maybe WWF would be out of business now. You know, man, who knows? Who knows? It's just one of them questions. You just right. never know. I mean, what if Hulk Hogan would have went to WCW with a Magnum still active? What then? What? Oh wow! I mean, hey, there, there's something you know to think right. about. What? What if? Just never know. You just never know, man. But uh, that's something I love about doing the podcast. We can talk about things that's, that, you that's know. Fair. That's what I like about those what-if scenarios. Yeah. Just, you, you just you come to your own, you kind of book it in your head how you see it. It's fantastic. It could have happened or it, it could happen. And there's no right or wrong, man. No. You know, we, and we could just, and like I said, man, what I loved about this particular subject matter is this stuff that we've talked about for 25 years. You know, this conversation is not new. 
you know, this is something me and you and other friends of ours have talked right. about. But on top of that, Mike, you're still talking and saying things that I didn't even consider. Right. You know, like the Sting yeah, situation. New. Yeah. You know, that was like, wow, man, what, what, where will Sting fit, fit into this right. situation? You know, Ricky Steamboat, just stuff like that, yeah. man. You know, just stuff you don't even uh, consider. But, uh, man... Mike, today has been a great one. It has. This, it really has. This has been a phenomenal one. I knew it would be. I did, too. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this all week. This, you know, <laughs> just, just the scenarios, just different scenarios just yeah, coming out and, and popping up. You just, I mean, you're just thinking about stuff, you know, and, and that makes you think about other, other stuff. stuff. Yes. It's just, uh, it's it branches crazy. off, man. It's like each seed you plant branches into different right. directions, and each branch then branches off into different directions. It's uh, like one of your Star Trek timeline. Kinda, kinda, man. Is this, uh, is this what they they refer to as the Genesis? Yo, boy, uh, kinda, kinda. You see, man, even in Star Trek, when they start getting these alternate timelines, that's when you just don't think about it too much. Yeah. Remember how we were talking about the magician a little earlier? How you just kind of got to zone it's out a little bit. of disbelief. Yes, sir. It's kind of like that with Star Trek too. You know, it's like, right? Okay, okay. There's 20 timelines. I don't care. I just, I like them all. I'll buy it. <laughs> yep, yep, I'll buy yep, it. yep, yep. We'll yeah. just keep it at that. Oh, uh, well, Mike, brother, I think, man, we may start wrapping this bad boy up for today. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next next week, we'll go into more what ifs what if. on the Magnum. Yeah, um, you know, like I said, man, this is our first what if, you know, yes. in the series of what ifs. Uh, this will definitely not be the last one because, man, I got a ton of them. Yeah, yeah, we, absolutely. We have a notebook yeah. full. There's, there's <laughs> definitely scenarios to go through. Yeah, and uh, so we're going to make this its own little series, man, you know. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, we'll definitely have other little because, you know, music is another one we're going to have to have another uh, series of. Um, you know, once I think I said it last week, Mike, I'm going to say it again about our music episode. I am truly <laughs> upset with myself. That I remember Master P. And Hootie Who was the shit, man. I don't care what anybody says. That was a dope <laughs> track, man. It was. I don't care. I, I know I get heat. I don't care, man. Hootie Who was off the hook. Yeah, do you think... <laughs> but I forgot Eddie Gilbert, man. And I forgot Smooth Operator for Rick Rude. And I'm like, man, how did I remember Hootie Who? But I forget Hot Stuff and Smooth Operator. So I'm a little disappointed. But but it does take away from that Mr. Smooth P. Operator. Oh, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and, and and you can you can actually get a pass off of this thing for that because I mean Gilbert Rude, Tully. They I all. think even even uh, Magnum used it they in a video. They in a have. video in, in a video form. I think he did, like you a vignette. I think he might. Have. So it, <laughs> Smooth Operator got passed around a pretty good bit. So. But but we still missed it, man. We and, did uh, we, we did miss that. Uh, my friend Brian Drum, man, and and I gotta give Drum props on you know and Wayne Sisk. We about forgot to give Wayne Sisk a shout out. Oh, and uh, Wayne Sisk, we're, we got an idea for you, brother. Uh, we ain't gonna go too deep into it, but uh, we gotta get you up here, Wayne. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I wanna say about that one. But uh, you know, Mike, before we uh, before now we here's on, a what if. Now, if Magnum had not had the the car accident, do you, do you think? The hooty who would still have happened. I would only hope. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, because that really gets into the Monday Night War. That really gets into the whole. Yeah. I don't think they would have had to have a Monday Night War if Magnum would have stuck around. I think Saturday. So, so no hooty who. I, I would like to hope that Master P would have found his way into a wrestling ring at one time. You know, because I was just so, dude. Ma Master P made me go, uh. You know what I'm right. saying? He did, right. and then he made me go hooty who. You know, so okay. Well, all right. Well, before we before we leave on that, stick to speaking of music. And when we talked about music with Magnum having no music, That's right. what if he had 
not had that accident, what would he have used? Pretty who? <laughs> the hell out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, until next week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? It may, may have actually been the first custom music for WCW or, or NWA. All right. Who knows, man? I could almost see Magnum being the catalyst for all these things. You know, I could almost see Dusty like, we're going to give you a, your own song, Magnum. Okay. And we're going to sell this on, on our album. Right. You know, I, you know, obviously, man, I may be giving a lot of props to this situation as well, but that's what I think, man. I, I, I think Magnum may have had his own custom music okay. at this point. Or, or would have had a band come in to do it special for him. Hell, well, well, I mean, because at that time, of course, you know, Boogie Woogie had his own That's right. uh, custom song. Rock and Rock Express had their own custom right. song. What do you think... Kind of give me an idea of what what it would have sounded like. What oh. what genre are we working with here? You know, I'm because with boogie, it's kind of like that. You know, old soul type kind of boogie boogie woogie kind type of, kind of bubblegum rock and roll almost like type. beach shag type yeah. kind of. Um, okay. I would almost with Magnum, for I, and I know Dusty had this man as well. So maybe I'm kind of getting them, you know, a little entangled. I'd go with a with a Hank Jr maybe southern country rock type thing because he's still deep in the south. Right, right, right. Uh, they were also touring with like David Allen Coe, Waylon Jennings yeah. were on this. I can almost see like a Skinner type, you know, uh, type southern rock. Like I said, maybe I hate Junior. I can almost see Hank Junior coming in doing a song special for Magnum, you know, because he did, you know, for Monday Night Football eventually, right, yeah. you know. I can see Dusty like, hey, why don't you come down here, brother, and, you know, make a song for Magnum, you know, right. put it on your next album. Yeah. See, I'm I'm, I'm here. I'm I'm seeing it. I'm visioning it here in my mind, almost like a, a uh, um, almost like a, like a um, maybe like a Born to Be Wild, yeah, type straight yeah. up rock and roll, straight hard rock, rock, rock and roll, uh, yeah, maybe Bad to the Bone. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, man, maybe uh, Americana type. Yeah, you know, like a Tom Petty. Maybe maybe not necessarily Tom Petty, but. Bruce Springsteen type, maybe, like Glory Days, or yeah. Born in the USA, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Hey, man, Born in the USA might have been, you, you know, yeah. that could have been one. Uh, Which I, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't. Have anybody that did that, that actually. Well, Magnum in particular, with that 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 feud with Nikita. That would have been perfect, actually, man. Yeah. That may have actually ended up, that, that could have, you know, man, I think if I had to say any song from back in that era, maybe that one. Yeah. You, you know. Well, Mike, brother, I tell you what, man, before we uh, close up shop today, I want to give him a few shout-outs. I know we gave this is a work, uh, David Hayes' podcast shout I'm going to give him one more before we uh, close it down. Uh, like I said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. We'll put links up. I think we shared it earlier this week. We'll share it again today right. uh, when we put the new episode up. Uh, also, I want to give the MWF Millennium Wrestling Federation, we'll give them boys a shout-out. Uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, you know, got to get Fellowship. Fellowship, Fellowship of the Rings. Man, these guys are re- ridiculous, man. They're ridiculous, but they're hilarious. Yeah. Um, I believe their next show is going to be in two weeks. Yes. Yeah, they just had a show last night. Uh, they're at 508 Howards Creek School Road in West Lincoln. Uh, you can find them on Facebook at MWF-Live. We'll put links up. I say it every time. I don't think I put a link up yet. Right. But uh, we probably need to do that. No, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. keep saying it, so we're going to do it. Yep. Uh, but I want to give them guys uh, some props and a shout-out. And, uh Mike, brother, other than that, man, once again, thank you. Thank you for letting us come in, set up, as always, man. The Pug Cave is in full effect. Uh, Game Swap is always in full effect. Yes, every day. uh, You know, man, had a great time, man. The day was great. Uh, I knew it was going to be fun. I've been looking forward to this all week, and it didn't disappoint. 
did not disappoint. It was was fantastic. Can't wait till next week. Next week we'll do it again. And speaking of next week, ladies and gentlemen, until then, y'all have a good one. And not only that, David, I understand we're right at the end of our program. We have got to go. This has been a great event. There's some people out there that hate us for this.